0: And we're back in the Hornets' nest tonight. Glad you're with us on the Talking Ball, y'all post game podcast. Hornets victorious tonight, thirty-five to sixteen. Uh, Jason Baker, Clay Sweet, Donnie Pascal joining us uh, on this post game podcast. And uh, I guess I'll start, fellas. You know uh, what? What does it speak to this program? When you speak of a game such as this, this is a 6-8 team who plays in arguably one of the toughest districts in all of the state of Mississippi, um, an unfamiliar opponent, and you come out here and you get a win, but yet I don't think anybody wearing green and gold tonight left here pleased with the performance, happy with the win, not pleased with the performance.
1: Yeah, when you look at the spread, as you just mentioned, the final score, 35-16 to 16 over a 6 a opponent, the second 6A opponent that the Hornets have taken care of here in the nest, how impressive is that in your pre-district uh, schedule? But yeah, Coach Beach going into the locker room and then both post-game with you and in those interviews, you wouldn't have know knew that he was ahead or won the ball game. You had two fumbles, one at the goal line, one at about the 17-yard line. Uh, for popperville that's very uncharacteristic and then you just had some mental mistakes i really like the way that coach beach phrased it with you at the uh, halftime interview jason when he said hey the energy's there the effort there but mentally it just doesn't seem like we're we're there like we're having some lapses so if you can have um that kind of lapses against the what i think is going to be a really competitive 6a team and terry and, and win like you did tonight, run your record out to three and one. Just so impressive for Popperville. And
0: Donna, you've been around this program now for a couple of years along the ride with us and uh, you've seen it as well. For you tonight, how did this win hit you uh, as you get ready you know, to leave this nest? Yeah,
2: Jason, we all talked about it. Just the expectations of not only the fan base, but us, the three of us in the booth, as well as the coaching staff. You know, you, you kind of, it comes, it brings you back to like a Sabin or a Belichick style atmosphere in a locker room that that expectation is so high, it's so lofty that just getting wins is not enough. It's, it's, it's that you execute every play, every snap, every down, um, which ultimately that's going to, that's going to, lead to a lot of success is what we see here as a lot of success but uh, Jay Beach and his coaching staff don't have their eyes on winning records they have their eyes on gold balls coming from Jackson Um, you know haven't got one yet been there a lot but they know what it takes to get there and they know it takes even more to bring it home
0: when you look at this team tonight Clay Sweet from an offensive perspective uh, you're without your all-class 4A Three back and DJ Richard Bay, who's uh, he could have played if, if the situation would arose, um, but they chose not to. Avon um, Jarvis played plenty good enough to keep him off of that. Uh, just your thoughts on maybe the offensive performance and in how they looked uh, in this in this ball game tonight.
1: The offensive line to me during certain drives was just dominant and when you've got i know people may get sick of hearing uh, the classification but i think it's important to understand a 4a line is just not going to be able to match size with two of these 6a lines it's twice that when you look across the line both biloxi and terry that our offensive linemen are being outweighed by 50 80 uh, pounds and just manhandling them peterson tonight um a guard was our player of the game (laughs) that's unbelievable like us as broadcasters we're the world's worst about forgetting about offensive linemen well tonight we rewarded him with a pizza with our local dibs uh pizza player of the game that's how dominant they were at times tonight and then look we've seen Jamison, who's come in for holston be able to really develop he's going to be a player at the wing back position we saw Holston look at, you said it, at full strength tonight, and what that's a sight for sore eyes. He looked great tonight. We saw Maurice Travis, uh, the tailback, really begin to just take steps and steps in the right direction. He looked good. You mentioned Yvonne Jarvis. He was one of your post-game interviews. He played phenomenal tonight. Like, that, the wing tee, that's what it is. We mentioned it during the broadcast. It's like Coach Beach is an extremely good pitcher that's got three or four out pitches. You know, he can go in a lot of different directions if he wants to in that backfield. And then I haven't even mentioned Will, um, Matt Will, and his ability to bootleg, hurt you on the ground. And then Popperville, to me, I don't have the stats in front of me, but is more apt to bootleg and then to even throw the football in different type downs and settings. I think this offense is a bit more balanced and a little bit more keeps you guessing uh, on offense. I know that was a long-winded answer to say, man, offense looked really good and has looked good through four ball games. And Donnie, on the
0: other side of the ball, it's a defensive unit that we feel could be... As good as advertised in 4A for certain. And uh, so far what we're learning is they're not too bad against 6A opponents either. And uh, just your takeaway from a defensive performance tonight, much like the offense where I felt like for a bulk of this game they executed, had a lot of energy. But then you look up and, you know, they did surrender two scores. And so when you look at it from that facet, there's, there's certainly still something to build on.
2: Absolutely and you know the two scores came on essentially two big plays you had about a you know 50 60 yard run early in the game led to a field goal there Um, Then you had you know the the long touchdown pass right there in the second half, and then of course another one kind of in, I'd say mop-up time, but at the end of the day, it did make it a 16-point game at the time, but, you know, the, the defense is led by obviously Khalid Moore, but you have the linebacking core, and you, you guys spoke so well about it throughout the game. Um, Mark Will, I mean, just a freak athlete on the weak side linebacker. He's so fast. When they when they dial up that blitz where they crack the defensive end down, um, there's no one there to block him, and, and if he gets, if, if he wraps up a quarterback, he's going down. He's just so quick quarterback could barely pull the ball up but you see the backs out of the defense really doing their job and again lack of execution on a full a few plays coach beach talked about it um just guys not in the right spot led to a few you know big plays got to get that cleaned up but but ultimately man defensive line uh, and the linebacking core you just can't say enough about them
0: you've tuned in to the talking ball y'all poplarville post game podcast and clay i'll wrap up uh with you in a few moments we'll hear from uh quarterback's coach Cruz russell Um, in an interview where he kind of recaps this game and uh, sort of gives us an honest uh, admission of of the game. But uh, then later in the interview, you'll hear him begin to kind of lead into that development of Narada McGill and Matt Will and uh, how important Narada's role is to steal some series offensively to allow Matt to go to the defensive side of the ball and uh, how important that's going to be down the stretch. But then also the development of Matt Will. That run sticks out to me tonight. The decision to choose to run, it was a pass call, uh, in his decision-making process. Just uh, your thoughts on maybe Matt Will and, and the job that Cruz does on his staff as well.
1: Yeah, Cruz, you know, you're mentioning uh, the coaching like X's and O's and platooning uh, some guys in. The energy uh, that he brings, the spirit, anybody that knows uh, Cruz Russell knows that that certain energy that he brings, that optimistic attitude. He, You can't be around Cruz more than 30 seconds that he doesn't bring a, a smile to your face. and look in high school football that's irreplaceable on a staff like that's so important and then what he's teaching um these young men the way you know this staff in in a lot of ways is so unselfish with their guys because you've a lot of offensive coaches aren't going to want coach beach coaches that offense that offensive line so is it going to be okay to to borrow and steal narada mcgill has played well enough to be able to to do that and so i like what i see from that quarterback position. It's a lot of fun to watch, and I really like to see what the quarterback looks like at safety. I mean, that's that's a luxury now. Late in the year, that may be less of a luxury and a necessity as you go against uh, maybe not better opponents, but an opponent where if you lose, you're out. And so that will be interesting to see how many snaps begin to go more on the defensive side. Because you can tell when he's in there. It doesn't take me long in my play-by-play to pop in and see that that 17's back in the backfield defensively.
0: Yeah, Matt Will (laughs) finds himself back there often as Clay alludes as the lead Turn orange, red, and yellow, and uh, you may find uh, 17 back there a little more often. Our talking ball, y'all, Poplarville postgame podcast will continue. We'll be back uh, with our quarterbacks coach, Cruz Russell, when we return. With fall and cooler weather just around the corner, there's no better time to head out to Brothers in Arms. It's Hattiesburg's premier outdoor gun range. It is located at 4657 Highway 49 South. Whether you're a new shooter or an experienced one, all are invited to shoot on the safe and family-oriented range. Go check them out and inquire about their annual memberships, hourly rates, as well as their training classes they offer. Once again, that's Brothers in Arms Outdoor Range at 4657 Highway 49 South in Hattiesburg. And remember, always keep your sights pointed downrange. How do you unwind? Whether it's hunting, riding horses, or just sitting around a campfire. It's better on land you own. Southern Ag Credit can finance that land. Give our Gulf Port office a call at 228-832-5582 or visit us online at southernagcredit.com. And we're back in the Hornets' nest tonight. Poplarville wins it 35-16 on the Talking Ball Y'all post-game podcast. I'm Jason Baker being joined uh, by one of the assistant coaches, Cruz Russell, our quarterback's coach uh, for this football team. And, uh, well, uh, for you tonight and, and for this team, for Jay Beach's uh, ball club, you know, you're, you're 2-0 against 6 A opponents in this uh, season, which is, you know, pretty remarkable for a 4 A program of our size. But even tonight, you know, you went 35-16, but this probably wasn't our cleanest performance, was it?
3: No, not at all. I mean, we come out and, and played some very, very good football, moved the ball up and down the field, and had two fumbles in the red zone, which, I mean, it's, that's, that's tough to overcome. So, I mean, for the most part, we, we did what we were supposed to do, but we just kept putting the ball on the ground.
0: I know it's not an excuse, but how difficult has it been? His team's not been healthy yet, uh, really, since the jamboree, since first half of the jamboree. Uh, has that played a part? I know we've kind of mixed and matched on the offensive line, even in the backfield now. With uh, DJ Richard Bay out, tyron has been out for a period of time so far this season. Has that made it a little more difficult to have the continuity of the offense?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hate to say that and try to make excuses, but I mean, you had uh, Kane and James tonight. They're they're swapping some. He's playing five tackle. For, for a minute and then playing four tackle and getting Connor back in there and they started cutting in the second half and I think we didn't really want to get him banged up anymore so got him out of the game just to be safe but with with the backfield uh, I thought Yvonne did a great job tonight you know I, I think he had over 200 yards rushing so I mean I, I, the fumble is, is the, the thing I keep thinking about but he played a great game and I thought we all continuity wise we were it together there at the end.
0: You and Jay, such close friends. You've been on this staff with him. Uh, his his time here. What does it say about us? Where you beat a 6A opponent, 35 to 16, and yet the first thing we sit down and say is, you know, we didn't play very well tonight. But yet here we are, you know, beating another 6A opponent in our house.
3: Yeah, I know. I know he's probably not real thrilled about it. But no, I, I mean, an ugly win is better than a pretty loss any day of the week. And uh, I know Coach Aikops coach Acock is uh, probably pretty upset with giving up them two uh, quick scores in the second half because they played really good in the first half and, and then you know let them off the hook right there at the end
0: let's talk about your position group if we may Narada McGill Matt will the, the quarterbacks for this club let's speak to Matt for a little bit at a moment uh, a year ago a sophomore, kind of inserted in the lineup had never I don't know that he had never played but he had not played quarterback in quite a while he had I think a broken arm in ninth grade and so it had been a little while and you know he sort of developed as the year went on how much better is he today
3: than he was let's say September a year ago shoot I'm that, that boy has worked his tail off and I'll say boy he's not now a young man yeah. but he was a boy when he started and we used to not even let him uh let him throw and warm ups just that's how that's how bad he was but I mean he's worked his tail off and now he's out here got one of the strongest arms on the team and one of the, one of the best uh quarterbacks we got on our on our roster he's done a great job for us and Works his, works his tail off. I go back to the to
0: the play tonight. I don't know that it was a design bootleg, but it was a boot out where you had Khalid Moore as an option uh, early in that first half, and I, I thought right before the half it was a big moment. He chose instead to throw it. Uh, he chose to keep it himself and outrun a defender and kind of show that athleticism. I know it. Because I'm so close to the Will family, but uh, speak to maybe how good of an athlete is he? They they keep stealing him on defense for a possession or two yeah. uh, throughout this game. Can you speak to maybe his athleticism and, and how athletic he is?
3: Yeah, he, he's a great athlete. He finished second in our Ironman uh, to his brother, but uh, he, he's a phenomenal athlete. When he he had Khalid open real quick, but he also had a defender in his face, and uh, you know he he took off, and I was a little nervous, thought he was going you know catch him, and we weren't going to get another playoff because we was out of timeouts, but. You know, he did a great job and, and turned it on and wound up punching in the end zone for us. And then the development of Narada
0: McGill. Uh, you guys have sort of, as, as Matt goes the defense and his steal possessions over there, we try to steal a break for him offensively and allow Narada's uh, ability to shine and his throwing ability to shine. I know he missed on a pass uh, tonight, but Narada's got the ability and, and, and continues to work hard for this team.
3: Yeah, uh, Narada's got a, a phenomenal arm, and he has, he has worked his butt off. He's come here and competed with Matt you know and and it's great to have two quarterbacks uh because matt does do a lot on defense and you know you know lord willing we're able to keep using both of them throughout the whole season
0: all right uh what a night it was a 35 16 win that kind of felt uh ho-hum uh for this program and that's uh, that's saying something uh to think a couple of years ahead of uh jay's time this team I think won one ball game in a regular season and here we are Uh, You know, not upset, but uh, certainly know that we could play better than 35-16 against a 6A opponent. Cruz, appreciate your time. No problem. Absolutely. That's Cruz Russell, our quarterback's coach on this uh, Hornet football staff. 35-16, we'll be back with more of the Talking Ball Y'all postgame podcast.